Welcome back, chicken heads, to Ideally Though. Ideally Though, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That hot new podcast you listen to on your way to work, on your way to the grocery store, on your way to slash your baby daddy's tires. Or to the gym <laughs> like a normal fucking person. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm your host, Erica, and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butter biscuit. Me, Greg, what's going on, everybody? What has been happening this week for you? Um, Thanksgiving was a thing, so, uh, I mean, you know, that was cool. Yeah. We chefed it up, uh, your boy did the turkey and chicken. You yeah, did we did too. and cheese, you know what I'm saying? The king over here with that one. It was you, good. You fucked up that dressing. I put your foot and elbow and thang in the thing. In the thing. In the thing. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I think we had a good time. Um, we, uh, watched a solid movie. Uh, this weekend, Barbarian. Right? That was so good. Yeah. If you have not seen Barbarian, it's on HBO Max. Fire. Check it out. Fire as hell. Uh, and um, I don't know. We we've been pretty pretty chill. Yeah. How, how, how you been? Are you feeling better? You know? I'm finally feeling better. It's been like three weeks. I heard like RSV is going around. Yeah. So it's just me just getting over like a cough that I get at night. Man, it's been it's been wild. You haven't you you've never really been this type of like sick. It's not sick. It's just like an annoying cough you had. Not annoying to me. Yeah. But like you have been on edge because you're like it just won't stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired of it. I don't like when my throat hurts. I don't like the coughing. Yeah. Um, I rather have everything else, body aches, uh, runny nose. I rather have that. Yeah, it's but... when your throat is is in under fire is when you're not a happy camper. For yeah, I rather just stay in the bed. Just leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. But let me do. My I'm thing. sure the baby girls do appreciate the fact that you're straining all of your voice too give them such great content i'm here every week for y'all okay? <laughs> every week even when you're sick yeah that's for sure so what are we gonna talk about today uh so this was something we wanted to be pretty simple maybe you know a little fun uh talk about some of our top like favorite tv shows you know things we either grew yes. up with watching or anything new we've watched really recently you know just like a a good old maybe top five quick quick top five list of uh, our some of our top you know TV shows right now. And you know us, we we can be totally different on TV in, shows. In most cases, yeah. So you know, y'all gotta let us know what y'all liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I'll start. This is my absolute favorite show since I was like hmm, ten years old. Mm-hmm. Um, this actually came out when I was around like three or four, so I didn't catch up with it. Until like I was like ten years old, so right. I I love it. It is Boy Meets World. Mm. Can anybody feel me with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy Meets World. Man, you did love that show. I totally forgot about that. Actually, holy Boy shit, Me- it's my favorite show. And you bought me the DVD. I did. I bought you the DVD set. Yeah, for my birthday. Probably like one of the best presents I've ever gotten. I remember. Oh yeah, I love Boy Meets World. You know, being a black girl. It's you know there's not a lot of, I've never really ran across a lot of black people or yeah. black girls who like Boy Meets World. Where I really I think growing up I really dove into that cute hopeless romantic vibe of shows. You are definitely that, and you didn't get it a lot with black shows. No. So I had to put myself in their shoes mm-hmm. and 
you just follow cute little Corey Matthews played by Ben Savage and his just through his adolescence as like middle school, high school, college years. And he has a best friend, um, Sean Hunter played Mm by uh, Ryder Strong. And you also have Danielle, I think Danielle Fischl. She was playing Topanga Lawrence. Oh, Topanga. I think everybody in the 90s loved Topanga. Yeah, when I, I mean, yeah, she was memorable. She had the full lips. She had the curly, thick hair. Yeah. She was a cutie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Topanga, and I loved <laughs> Corey and Topanga's love story. You know what? It was a, uh, it was cute because he was like an idiot and a nerd at times, and he was like, he didn't, he was, he was incredibly awkward from what I remember. And you yeah. know what's funny? I didn't watch it when I was younger, so okay. buying that for you and then us having a little like marathon that we did or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, this show is amazing. Feeny is the best character ever. But Feeny. like, yeah, Feeny. Uh, like Feeny is the funniest. I think just because he's just a stoic old man. The funniest character to me has always been Eric, which is Corey's older brother, because he was an idiot. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was always annoying, Mister Feeny. <laughs> he was like that hot older brother with the good hair. But what was the best friend's name? Uh, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Okay. Had, Sean. Yeah. Had, it was like he was surrounded by guys with good hair. He had that like rug on the top yeah. of his head. He had the curly hair, <laughs> and his like brother and best friend had like the good looking hair. We should do another boy uh, meets world like weekend or something. That was fun. You know what? I'm so grateful for you buying me the box set because growing up, yeah. I used to record. Oh, I would try to record <laughs> all the Boys World that would come on. That's awesome. So I have I have VHSs somewhere with just Boys World. That's amazing. Probably in the garage. That's that's so cool. I just love I love their love story. And then when they got older, it was like Corey would always like they were just dating in high school, but he would act like they were an old married couple. Yeah, and he was just so cute <laughs> with it. If you guys have not seen Boys World, you can find it on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, that's on there. Right? It should be. Boy Meets World is my number one. Okay, show. my number one. That's a good choice. That's a solid choice. Also, they had seven seasons, and they did have a spinoff. So my daughter ended up watching the spinoff as she got older. Oh, that's really cool. So yeah. we, she, wait, what's what was the spinoff called? Because I don't, I'm not too familiar. Um, it was called Girl Meets World. <laughs> oh, so wait, so you're like Topanga and um Corey. Corey yeah. had a. Oh, they had a daughter. Yeah, so at the oh. end of Boy Meets World, they ended up going to New York. That's cool. And then they were married already, so I'm assuming some years went by, and then they are had... are like most of the old cast in it. Still? Yes, you would catch oh, no them. Way. On there. I think they had one or two seasons, but it's not anymore. It's... Oh, I would love to see if Feeny is in it. I think they had a Feeny. I think was on like one or two episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's older. Way yeah, older, so he's, I would he's still too. Yeah. That's cool, dude. Yeah. Um, maybe we can add that into the while we're like Boy Meets World night or whatever. Maybe. I mean, I always left that for like Amari because she like kind of grew up on Girl Meets World. Right. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'll be too old to kind of want to watch this. But I don't know. Maybe. We can give it a shot. Do it a family thing. That'd be kind of cool. Um, good choice. What is your... Uh, it's going to be hard to uh, stand up to... Boy Meets World. Uh, Some people are going to think Boy Meets World is lame. So. I like, but I liked it. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like I said, I didn't watch it much at all when I was a kid. But sitting there with you, and of course your like, humor develops over time, you can understand why it was funny and yeah. also how it's funny now. You know what I mean? It is a very good show. 
classic Abe Good Show. Uh, I'm going to say what gave me those types of same feelings would be the Cosby Show. That's one I want the DVDs of. Nobody, you can't really mess with the Cosby's like The Cosby that. Show is one of the greatest shows, I feel like, in just TV history. It is. It, it's, it was such a staple in my eyes. Uh, um, I I am one to openly have said, and my mom would probably actually co, co, like, co-sign this, like, even though with all the nastiness, I, like, I can compartmentalize and, like, separate the art from the artist, that he's an asshole, but, like, Cliff Huxtable, like, kind of raised me. Or at least he gave me an idea of what kind of father I kind of, like, wanted to be. I think a lot of, like, guys who didn't have dads are like, oh, Word. Cliff Huxtable Cliff was Huxtable my dad. was the dad. The, <laughs> like, yo, Theo was dumb because he didn't want him. And I'm like, what? He's awesome. Like, but I absolutely... Like, he made me go, like, okay, that's the kind of dad I would like to be. Because he was, like, a jokester, and I am. I'm always messing around, or he's joking. But, like, when he's serious, he's serious. And there was so much of a dynamic about uh, Cliff Huxtable as a character that I was like, yeah, I want to be that. I love that they were a black family. Super successful. Brooklyn. They had hella kids. Yeah, and and then, like, Cliff worked from home. Yeah. He has his office inside of his own house. Like, that was so cool. He can, like, go down into his... It was a detached office. Like, how cool is that? Things before... Any of that shit was, like, known and cool. Ugh. I love the... the and, it, and it actually aged very well. Oh, absolutely. Aged very well, other than, you know, the actor. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Age very well. Felicia Rashad is amazing in it. Who you love her. didn't want to bang? I mean, I was <laughs> a child, but anybody, any daddies out there, or your who pops, didn't want to listen? Your pops wanted that bag, right? People's daddies out there wanted to bang Felicia Rashad. Where and Claire Hux because she was hot and she also could kick your ass. There okay, was she was like, was listen like, here. Yeah, she put like. Sandra, so she be like Sandra's uh, husband oh, yeah. when you talking about getting coffee. And let me tell you something: <laughs> we do things because we do things for each other. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, I love that she was cute. She was sassy. She was a lawyer. They put they instilled strong. education into they were their a kids. Strong family dynamic too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Remember the whole night and day episode? Yes. They did the singing together. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that shit so much. I love Rudy because I think I was around that age. So Mm -hmm, I was like, mm -hmm. okay, I can relate. That was a show that really, like, made me... It made me look forward to, like, oh, is that what the possibility of, like, family could be? You know Mm. what I mean? And something that I I still, like, look back and, like, kind of strive on. I wanted to do that. I want to be certain things that Cliff was, you know? The one thing I have to say about the Cosby's, what they should have let happen, because on the back end with... When um, Denise's character, yeah, that she stuff got was pregnant. Really ugly with her, yeah, with Lisa Bonet, yeah, Lisa Bonet got pregnant. They mm-hmm. should have let her be on and kind of, okay, what do we do with the hurdle of leaving college and getting pregnant? Yeah. They could have played they that, but explored it. We knew that Bill Cosby, he went with a team of experts to just study black people, and mm-hmm. he just didn't want any bad near like negative stereotypes. Yeah. It's it's some nastiness. I mean, that's why I said I can again compartmentalize it. I'll separate the artist from the artistry. I like the art itself. You know what I mean? And I can say without a doubt that even with that incident, the Cosby Show still goes without a like a, a blemish with me. Oh, yeah. He can, 
absolutely take every blemish and didn't, you know, bump in the world. I don't have to respect him at all, especially for those types of decisions. I mean, you know, um, there have been multiple uh, instances of him going on rants when he's talking on his comedy shows about like how black people act and things of that nature. Oh. So I am completely and implicitly aware of those things, but in the same symbol, in the same sense. I still love the Cosby Show because if you look at that, that's life lessons, oh, and they're yeah, great absolutely. life lessons. In the midst of all of the whatever the fuck, I could still use that as the art and and part of that reference. I wish, like I said before, that they did do a little bit more realistic kind of what happens to people when you make mistakes. But the spinoff, Different Road, definitely showed us more. It yeah. definitely broke down teenage college decisions, maybe getting roofied. You know, yeah. I didn't drunk. watch that much until I actually, loved um, a different world. My mom watched it. It it was too far of a um, a removal of the Cosby Show that I didn't want to watch it. Oh, gotcha. so it was more of a denial of myself of that back then until I started watching it when I got older. I okay it's because again we were like really little when it came out. Yeah, we were that little. Well, different world. Yeah, we were. We're different realms. Yeah. It was like 1990, 1991, because Cosby was already in the 80s. I know that. So, like, I don't know. I started watching it when I got in middle school, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this. By 96, I was, I think, watching it. Really? Okay. I think I was, like, 2001, started watching it, and it was coming on that that, uh, Oxygen. Mm Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Holy fuck. Oxygen, dude. Yeah. And, um... That's when you had snapped and all that on there. Yeah. And uh, I would videotape the episodes because okay. I love Dwayne and Whitley's, but yeah. I'm not going to get in that, but yeah. That's, I get, I get, I respect that. Yeah, Different Role was cool, but I don't think it'll ever top, ever in my life, because you wouldn't have it without the Cosby Show. That is fine. You that would never have me. it without the Cosby Show, and it still holds that trophy for me. Now, I do want to say this. With Different World, college enrollment for black people skyrocketed like 80%. But it again, again, it always stems back to Bill Cosby and the Cosby Show. So, I really like yours. I wouldn't even say I'm always gonna probably put the Cosby Show above almost a lot of shows. There, so. I mean, it's it's you can't you can't have blackish. You can't have you yeah, can't have any of the shit that we have right now without that Cosby Show. Yeah, because those types of this dynamics, then you can go off of that. Right. That one appearance was a step in, in a propellant to just. Yeah. Skyrocket. What's your, what's your second? What you got? My next one is The Walking Dead. Okay, that was a fucking given. AMC, The Walking Dead. Uh, Anybody boy. that knows me knows I love The Walking Dead. You Been have watching it since they gave the previews <laughs> back in 2010. Yeah. We have um, 12 years of this show. We have 11 seasons. It just ended last week. Thank you. God. I, I want to say that too. I usually don't agree with you, but I want to say <laughs> thank God too. Okay. Just because I'm y'all, just because I'm married to does not mean we agree. I was like, we don't. That was funny, babe. Um, I love Andrew Lincoln's character as Rick mm-hmm. Grimes. Mm-hmm. I love Norma Reedus's character as Daryl Dixon, you which got a he was in blanket with his face on it. Man. I do. And <laughs> I did, he's not even a character in the comic books, but thank goodness they put him. They put Merle. On there. Oh, that's your boy too. I love these redneck races. <laughs> okay, 
I can look past it. You wild, fam. No, you know, you follow this deputy sheriff in a small town in Georgia who gets shot during a a high-speed chase, and then he's in a coma. He wakes up weeks later, and it's an apocalypse. Mm -hmm. And he's out to find his wife and his son. Mm -hmm. I love this story. I love... I love Rick Grimes' like heart, like how much he strives to find his family, how much he protects his group mm-hmm. through all these years. Um, at back then in 2010, it really caught my eye because we I've been waiting for some kind of zombie show, zombie, and it was nothing. And then I saw this preview on AMC about this show coming out about zombies, and I was like. Hell, motherfucking yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. Me and my brother will actually like watch it together over the phone and we'll like talk about it all the time That's and awesome. stuff like that. Um, that was a small experience with me and my sister as well. Yeah. When it first came out, um, the first season and the second season, that was like our jam. Like, okay. I would come off, I would get off of work to come home and we would sit and watch it together and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's kind of cool how you got you had your own bonding experience with your your brother and I did the same thing with my yeah. sister uh, over the, at least that show, but after the I want to say after the second season, uh, I I personally had fell off completely and I think it was only mostly because of a work thing, and I had no idea you were such a fan. <laughs> I was such a big okay. I won the story time, you guys. Just a small story time. So by. The fourth season, me and this guy was dating and we were pregnant. And I would watch Walking Dead every Sunday came on at 10 o'clock. At this time, I'm, I don't know how many months pregnant, but, you know, I worked the, you know, I worked Sundays and I would get off at like four or five and I would come home. I have to cook for my daughter, do all this stuff. And then usually Mondays. I would have to go into work at five o'clock in the morning. Right. And at that time I was taking the bus. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I had to get to sleep pretty early. And, but I like Sundays, I was like, fuck it. I, I need to watch it. And <laughs> I fell asleep right before it came on. And then I woke up like 10 minutes before it was about to go off. And it was the episode when Tyreek got bit. And I remember calling you cause you were at your mom's house. And I was crying. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I missed the walking dead. It was like you was like what? What? Take your crazy what ass are you to sleep. About? Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how much. And I have missed work. When spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched Walking Dead, catch your ass up. It's been twelve years. <laughs> when Glenn died and my sexy ass. Oh yeah, that was a really rough night. For it me. was Glenn and um. In Abraham. Abraham, and I, and you I know, called it that night. I was in love with Abraham. I'm yeah. in love with Glenn and. I don't know why they two different people. They sexy to me, and they got <laughs> they got fucking mashed up. It was really mashed bad. up. It was by really bad. Fucking Negan, and I cried my eyes out. And I didn't go to. Work I don't the think next I've day. ever seen you cry that bad. Like ever for in nothing. Life. For nothing. For not not a for, soul. Not a soul. Yeah, really. Not, and that's wild to me. Like I don't even. These I don't think I cared had, about like, me in my mind. Are the baby girls listening? I don't think I'd catch those tears if I died. Listen. <laughs> It's different strokes for different folks. <laughs> that was that was a, a that was another layer of hurt. I was I felt like my the best. It, it felt like my husband died. That's what it felt like. Not you, but like 
you know. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. I I was oh, devastated, funny. but you guys, I love The Walking Dead. I have all of them on DVD. I got um, you the compendium. Yeah, and I used to wait, like I would find out what the day of the release was for yeah, the DVDs, and I'd go right to Walmart You're and get it that day. A nerd. It's adorable though. You're like a super fan. It's really cute. <laughs> they have six spinoffs. They're like revamping the whole world next year. And she's watched all of them. No, I have not watched all the spinoffs, but Fear of the Walking Dead has been amazing. So if you haven't caught Walking Dead or even Fear, definitely check it out. It is on AMC. I don't think anybody we have as listeners, shout out to all those listeners because there's a lot of y'all, um, actually don't like know what the Walking Dead is. They definitely know. I think so. They definitely know. All right, so, what's your next one? <clears throat> excuse me. Um, all right. My number two is going to be something a little more recent, I guess, from the, um, a little more recent from, I guess, the, the Cosby show. Um, I'm going to say House MD. You got yeah. me into that. I've watched that with you. Yeah. House MD is my, my second one. Um, that's on USA. Gregory House, first off, great name. Uh, he's a mastermind of a doctor and he will absolutely save your life but as he does it he's going to make you feel like an idiot and I think I love that I think he's incredible he's intelligent but he's a narcissist he is a uh, sociopath Uh, (laughs) he's um nihilistic in certain ways but like he will he will try to actually save life no matter how fleeting it could possibly be he's always right you're always wrong you're dumb and you don't know you're dumb and that's not okay so i'm gonna tell you like it's (laughs) he's sarcastic it's like everything i like honestly all the negatives in me like I had never watched House, but I would I would see little bits and pieces yeah. when I had yeah. cable. Yeah, and then you got me into House, and it was not a bad show. It was good. Yeah, and he's an asshole, and I love yes. him for it. He's the greatest doctor ever, or play doc. Hugh Laurie plays the fuck out of that guy, and I mean he's only this mad because he uh, he flatlined uh, due to not catching something he had in time. Um, and he was trying to save his own life, and he couldn't, and so they had to perform a rushed surgery on his decaying leg. They couldn't save his leg, so he walks around in a cane, with a cane, and he has uh, incredible pain. So he is a drug-addicted doctor because he's addicted to Vicodin. The Vicodin helps him bite the pain, but also he's completely under the influence all the time, if you think about it, right? Underneath Vicodin, but... He's saving lives no matter what. Do we want to watch this walking mill practice? Man, <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. It you was want, good. It's, it's one of the greatest shows. It's got the cool special effects where they like go into the body and show infections and shit. But everything is like a weird case. Okay. Every single case is a weird case. And it does have like a, a formula to the episode at times. Like it can be a bit formulaic. But, and, and I'm not always a fan of that. But it, this is one of those situations where if the formula fits, it's always going to work. Does that okay. make sense? You know, yeah. uh, I really enjoy uh, House and his 
the way him and his team, because there's a team of doctors he has underneath him, and then he has his best friend who is also a doctor that he he's the um, uh, on, oncologist or the ca- uh, cancer doctors, if I believe. Yeah, right? yeah he is the, the lead oncologist there. He has his uh, love interest, essentially, which is the uh, main residential doctor. Like, she takes care of all legal, and she's like his boss lady. She's like the boss lady, right? Uh, and they go head to head, and his team underneath him, he treats them like shit, but they always rise out uh, out of the occasion. It's just, ah, he pulls something out of them each and every time, and they learn and do all these different types of unorthodox things. Like, they will break into your house to figure out what made you sick. You know what I mean? And, and like, they're doing all types of stuff. You know, uh, it's just, it's a show of pure intelligence. It's really entertaining. Uh, it's better than Grey's Anatomy, one thousand percent. Grey's Anatomy is an ass doctor show, one thousand percent. I don't think you should be saying that. I mean what I said, and I said what I said. Um, (laughs) better doctor show, period. But if you haven't watched it, give yourself a chance. uh, Give it. Give yourself the experience of being diagnosed with a good time. Honestly, being diagnosed with a fucking good time. I like that. Um, that's it. Yeah, Doctor House. All right. Is it still on? Because I remember. No, no. USA. This is this has been off for a very long time. It's got about eleven seasons, I think. It's been off for a few years now. Uh, they they tried to do like a thing, I want to say, but it didn't really take off. So, House MD, eleven seasons, I believe. Okay, that's long. And you really, yeah, because like, uh, it goes, it goes, it goes down some ways. Like you know, people. Residency, residencies change. So, like, his team ends up changing. He has to, like, choose, and they become actual doctors inside of their own, inside of that same place, but he still needs their help at times. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't want to help him anymore yeah. because of just how far he will cross the line to prove he's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, he goes insane, and, like, he can't use the Viking anymore, so he starts having visions and shit, and that affects, like, oh. Don't tell us the, the, the show. Just... Go have a good time and watch that shit. <laughs> it was good when we watched it together. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it's a I show that makes you think. The, yeah, it's a show that makes you think, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the shows that make you think. All right, well, my next one is one that I grew up on during my teenage years, and this is one on one. Oh yeah, on UPN Hood Booger Channel. Shut the fuck. <laughs> The fuck up. Jennifer Niggas. <laughs> I, anyways, you can shut the hell up and you can leave. One on one, it starred Flex Alexander. It had my girl Kyla Pratt. Yeah, that's your girl. She that was like, girl. you know, a person I always saw on shows. Like, different. Mm-hmm. Like, she would do a lot of little guest spots on everything she was on. Um, loving basketball. Right. So you follow this single sportscaster who has his daughter like every couple months or like during the summer, but her mom is moving to Nova Scotia and she doesn't want to go. So she starts living with her dad. So you kind of see the dynamic of a single father who never had his daughter 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And you get this 14, 13, 14 year old who is kind of learning how it is to have her dad around and get told what to do by her father um i love one-on-one 
everything they did for Kyler Pratt, um, like clothing wise, hair wise, is something I wanted. Like I idolized Kyler Pratt or yeah, Brianna yeah. Bard's character on One on One. I remember ninth grade year, like it was coming on UPN, like right after like the Parkers. Yeah, and. I was like, oh my God, her hair looks so cute. I want to do my hair like that. And I would try my best to try to like emulate her <laughs> hair. Yeah. And it would just be so frustrating because I could never get it, of course, because I'm not in Hollywood getting my hair done. But <laughs> I love one-on-one. They, they had some real life, you know, things going on. Yeah. Um, dealing with like father-daughter relationships and having friends and maybe having that like goofy friend that you really don't like but then you start falling for it because yeah, you had yeah, like yeah. uh Robert Richard played <laughs> he played Arnez Lord, on the show. You know that guy. And uh she didn't really like him at first, but then he kinda got out of his awkward like rock rock star kind of phase. Yeah, just that weird and, alternative phase. Yeah, the alternative phase and yeah. he became that that guy. That guy, and then I started like him once I saw him <laughs> on Coach Carter. He was such a nerd, yo. He was on Coach Carter. I said, "You play basketball too? <laughs> Stop playing with You're Samuel ridiculous. Jackson." That's but one on one, they had five seasons. Um, it did start like two thousand and one, so it was like our seventh, eighth grade year, uh-huh. and um, they did end up having one spinoff show. It was called Cuts, and it was supposed to kind of take place where like the dad owned a barbershop mm. and flex's brother which was played by marcus houston was supposed okay. to be like taking over it yeah i don't think i've ever seen him i don't think we got too far into the seasons enough to for me to have seen marcus houston yet because uh yeah because now we recently just i'm it. just starting to watch it i didn't actually watch it um at all back then yeah, so now I'm kind of catching you up on, yeah, like... we're actually catching up, like, real show. real time, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, we're actually catching up, yeah. I think that people really responded well to scenes in the barbershop, because uh-huh. they had comedians, they had, like, Omar Epps, Tony Todd. Yeah, that those two in there are really funny. Yeah, so yeah. they were like, hmm, maybe we can make a spinoff. And I think they just kind of ran with it. And it was, I think, only one season, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because we knew that it came around like the last season of One on One where she was in college in uh, L.A. And it was like Ray J was there. And that season sucked ass. I love Kyler <laughs> Pratt. They could have just let her go after high school and just called it. They could have just called it a day. But they tried to kind of see what would college years look like in mm-hmm. California versus Baltimore where it was set at yeah, originally. Yeah. And they put Ray J in there and... um some other people and it just didn't mesh well so but i love one-on-one i love kyla pratt <clears throat> and if you have not seen one-on-one you can catch it on netflix it's still like you know it's, yeah. it's not but you can watch reruns yeah actually and i'm having a good time watching it with you now it's, yeah. it's pretty funny it's that, actually pretty funny. that was my childhood was one-on-one i respect it i respect it um okay that was your uh that was your third, right? Let's mm-hmm. um, let's go with. Ooh, I'm gonna go with something we recently watched. I had I had something here before, mind you, but I'm gonna go with something we recently watched. It was actually really good, and it's something I'm excited. I like hope to God we get another season of uh, a show called From. From was so good. A show called From, yes. Um, uh, it, this was on what? 
Prime Epics. Video? Epics? Yeah. Okay, so e- Epics. Okay. And, um, I, I, I honestly want to say talking about it enough i have to gonna i'm gonna have to be very general about it because if i talk about it enough it could give a lot of it away but uh you are you end up following a family on a road trip um you know it's a kind of a like we're gonna go out here and try to save our marriage kind of a trip right Mm, yeah and uh while this family um that are in this uh, RV are uh, on this road trip. They uh, pass through this town. And uh, as they exit the town and continue out, they end up passing through it again. And leaving it as that, it is one of the um, more, it's more or less one of the most inventive shows I think we've watched in the last few years. You know how a lot of TV recently is a lot of the same shit, TV and movie. In general, yeah, a lot of the same story over and over and over again. Um, and you know me, whenever we're watching something, I can usually call it out beforehand. Before the thing yeah. happens, I'm usually like, "This is more or less going to happen," or "That was foreshadowing," or "You should have saw this," or, and then you know, it it'll follow suit. Like it's a lot of uh, stuff that's super easy to guess. That's why people say that horror is going to hell. Exactly, it's going to shit. Yeah, this is a terrifying show. It's extremely scary, and it will keep you on your toes because you have no idea what the fuck is happening. That's one reason why it is such a great show. Do you want to tell baby girls who actually um, got you to watch it? You got me to watch it. Hey, you did you find know that. it. You did. You did find that, which is which is good because usually, um, if I bring something to the table, it's like that. It's weird and it's different, yeah. and, it's, and that's when I bring it to you, and you're like, oh, oh, this is good. So, shout out to Barbarian. Um. <laughs> but for from genuinely speaking uh that is such a good show and i hope to god that they give out a second season because man it it it's it leaves you just wanting more now for someone who follows this and some of the people on instagram they are in production already so i think they're almost oh, done cool. shooting that's awesome in man. canada um it is a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, everybody. So yeah. you know we tell them the truth. Yeah, that show is fucking incredible. I, and, and if you haven't heard about it, it's I think that's it's a travesty that you haven't. And it's now so that good. you have, please watch it and, and, and share the wealth. Like, spread that shit around. Because that show is mind-bending. It's terrifying. It's... Um, it makes you think about morality, um, and it's gonna keep you guessing. Yep, from for sure. It comes the second season should be out next next year. Hopefully, um, it got that main character Harold. I can I can't pronounce his last name, but he was from like Best Man, Oz. If you guys see any of that, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, the Best Man Holiday. He had the dreads. Um, just from Google. It says, the residents of a small town struggle to find a way out when mysterious unknown forces keep them from leaving. I basically didn't want to give up a synopsis. It's more, thanks, guy. That's well, advice. I'm just saying, hey, you know, if you didn't really get what he was saying, I'm giving I you a little bit. even said tidbit. I'm going to be general about it. <laughs> that was a small little tidbit. But it was so good. 
It was so good. Yeah, it was. It was good. It so was good. I really like that for your list. I didn't know because it was so new that you wanted to put that as one of your top That show's never left my mind since we, we since we watched it. Really? I think about it maybe three or four times a week. Wow. And we haven't watched it. Because I'm not a rerunner like you. you I will give people Run beats. a show into the fucking ground. But... <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I will give it time to just sit with me so I can think. And I have not stopped thinking about that show since we watched it. That might have been, what, like months ago? Eight, nine months ago. And it came out in February. I've not stopped thinking about it. It it literally, I think about that shit every every week. Maybe four times. Damn, come on. Give us another season. It's a good show. Absolutely. All right. Your next one, man. This one, I think, should be on everybody's list. Mm -hmm. Um, Martin. Oh, man. Mm -mm. Yo, that's a good one, babe. Yes. Okay, well, that's another classic. This one came out in 92. For anybody who's, like, growing up in the 90s and you watched this and you got the jokes because we were babies. But Martin, they had five seasons. You got Martin Lawrence. Come on now. He's on. should be on everybody's top as top comedians. He's in my top five for sure. I got the chance to see him live. My mom bought tickets one year. That was amazing. I got to see him at the Palms, and he is, oh, man, he was incredible. Incredibly funny. Yeah. Really funny. Like, uh, I was in tears, and he ripped into this one white this one white lady that was in his white dress. And it was uh, two sizes too small for her. And he oh just, my gosh. for 15 whole minutes, oh. Uh, but she was also heckling the show, oh, gotcha. so I got to see like a legend he- like handle a heckler. Yeah. Ooh. When I tell you, he brought the house down on her. He brought the house down on her. It was amazing. You know when you watch like like life. Okay, so Eddie Murphy <laughs> oh, and Martin Lawrence are again in my top five. Yeah. So, and Eddie Murphy's probably my number one. Okay. So they're out. Like, trying to laugh each other. Out, yeah. I was like, that's why life is, like, up there for a lot of people. Life is one of the greatest movies oh, ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, every one of them are comedians in that movie, and yeah. they continue to just try to make each other laugh. Yeah. That's, I think, one thing I love about comedy podcasts, because they try to make each other laugh, and yeah. you just get the best of it as an audience member. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Martin's great. You We well, always trying to catch where, like, oh, we see... Tommy trying to laugh. Oh right? my god, that episode with the dog and he whoever stole his CD player, fam. Yeah, it was like New Jack City vibes. Oh my god, it's one of the greatest because you can just see who's struggling to keep it together. Yeah, and it was like Tommy. <laughs> so I think everybody has seen Martin. You got Martin. He got his girlfriend Gina, mm-hmm. his best friends Cole and Tommy, mm-hmm. and then Gina's best friend Pam. Yeah, and. They did that New Jack City vibe where they had all black on. I think it was on season one, and he <laughs> he couldn't. What I what I watched in the interview, they would not allow him to get a real dog. Yeah. So he took that stuffed animal, and they really didn't know about it till the until the day of shooting. So you got Tommy in that corner of the head <laughs> of the table. He is like trying to put his hand over his face. And try not to laugh. It was everything you can to not laugh at it. That is hilarious to me. I I just love it. This is a great one. It's got so many memorable characters. Uh, Brubman from the Fifth Flow, but he's but he's put four fingers from the Fifth Flow. (laughs) Who? Okay, you get Martin. He he does a lot of different characters. Mm. Who's like your favorite character that Martin does? Oh man. Okay. Uh, Uh. the security guard 
Otis. Otis? Otis. Because <laughs> he has a fight with the dude, the dojo guy that he plays as, too. And it's oh one God. of the greatest episodes ever. Oh, my God. That show is amazing. I Who's think, yours? I think... Uh, his mom is always going to be funny or Shanene. Like, them two to me. Ooh, classics. His yeah. mom is great, though. Oh, when he, she... Was it the 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 one where uh, he has to read the note from her or whatever? Oh, yeah, because Gina's trying to get life insurance. <laughs> That's a tiger note of Applehead. Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to get your food. Yeah, like, oh, my God. I love Martin. It's I've so done good. facial expressions because it's like, I don't know why I'll do certain facial expressions yeah. like Martin. It's my He's favorite. engraved in us. Yeah, yo. 10 out of 10 show. Great oh. pick again. Damn. Thank you. What's your next one? Uh, Alright. So, this one's gonna be... This one's gonna be a little, little rough one, maybe. Because it's one that I've tried to get you to watch and we haven't gotten there just yet. But uh, I do want you to see Sherlock. Sherlock yeah. is a great fucking show with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I can't remember who played uh, Watson at this one in time. But um, yeah, it's one of the. It's a show, another show that makes you think, uh, uh, of course. Um, and I mean, it's Sherlock Holmes. He's going to be solving crime, right? right. Like mysteries or whatever. And uh, it's another one of those things where he is not unlike. Uh, <laughs> genuinely not unlike Gregory House where he is kind of narcissistic he is very sarcastic uh, but he's incredibly intelligent and like he can notice certain things just a little list of things he'll notice and like that little detail will spring off and be the thing that changes the tide of the mystery you know what I mean is it like set in the 1800s or is it no, like new age it's new age okay. completely new aged uh, Watson is a combat medic and he just gotcha. came back from war you know he's got PTSD. Like it's got some dark paths that go down it, and but it's really, really good, really good. It's a show that will keep you on your toes, makes you think a lot. Each mystery, um, not every episode is like the same type of mystery. Like you know, um, some of them do continue into like bigger ones that are like oh, okay. overarching, stretching stories with like who his enemy, main arch enemy is, like Moriarty right, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and more already in there is like a fucking psychopath. Like he is actually a psycho. It's great. Like, uh, it's it's one of those shows you're like, I would have never thought of that. Like I would have never thought that would have been the thing. How did he notice that? You know what I mean? Or how did they get away with this? Um, a lot of planning, so much reasoning and deduction, and um, it's got some action bits in it. You know, um. Very just. Uh, when did you start watching this? In like huh? college? High I watched school? it in college. Okay. I watched it in college. It, it, it was. It stayed on with me a lot because I ended up watching a lot of. Um, what is that British broadcasting channel? Um, B, the BBC. Oh, BBC. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I used to watch that, and that had that old Office, which I watched. Yeah. Um, oh, there's another one with Sean Pegg in it. I want to say it's like Stargazers or something like that, but I used to watch that. Um, and then also Sherlock on there. Gotcha. As, uh, also with Luther. I watched Luther okay. on there as well and that before it got big and yeah. you know, so you like, you know. But yeah, I ended up watching that too. 
and my other choice that I will bring up next. But um, yeah, Sherlock, yeah, uh, just a great show. I love shit, like I said, about characters who are like mean, but also just like are incredibly intelligent mm-hmm. and really just, it, they will outwit their enemy. They don't have to be as strong. And they can be as strong, but I don't need to do that. I'll just outwit you. You yeah. know what I mean? And that stuff is great. Uh, House outwits the virus and also all of his doubters, right? Even if I'm drugged up, I could still, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, save lives. And then Sherlock is so eccentric and weird and different that nobody really wants to take him serious, but he will always be the one that, like, aha! You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, that's why I really do like it. They, under, they underestimate him often. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sherlock would be my number. Is uh, Sherlock um, something you can still watch reruns on? Like, um, at this point in time, I'm not really sure. It's been a, v- a, f- a few years since I've actually watched it. I know I looked it up on like Prime Video maybe a month or two ago, and it was on sale. Oh, but not like, like anything watch. streaming it just yet. If it does come up, it'll be something I put on my list for sure. Gotcha. But yeah, I don't think anything like that right now. Okay. Well, my last one, last and final one. I mean, this is like a newer one. Um, Netflix, you know, they really jumped on this one, which is Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Stranger Things. I'm not too mad at this one. Yeah, this came out in 2016. Um, so they have four seasons. Yeah. Shout out to the Duffer Brothers. And uh, their last season will come out in two years. Oh, they're, they're going to take their time with... Uh... Yeah. Okay, but I heard it's only going to be a effects. couple episodes, so we'll see. Well, I mean, maybe they'll make them like an like hour longer. and a half long, like they did before, you know? Right, what I mean? mm-hmm. and it just feels like full feature fit, like movies almost. Yeah, so maybe that'll be a thing. You know, it sets you in the 1980s in Indiana, uh-huh. and you get this group of friends: Mike, Dustin, Lucas, and they're looking for their friend that disappeared, Will Byers. Yeah. So they witness some supernatural government secrets. They find a little girl named Eleven, played mm-hmm. by Millie Bobby Brown, and uh, they're on this adventure for four seasons, trying to unmask these government secrets in Hawkins, in Hawkins, Indiana. Yeah, um, and you know you're dealing with the Russians. <laughs> Yeah, and with it being in in the 1980s, that was what Cold War right time. So everybody was afraid of nukes and the, and, the communists. And, yeah, and you can get a real feel for that inside of the show too. I love that. I love anything that tries to take it back to the 80s. Like, it, if I could say Back to the Future is our one of our favorite. Yeah. Series, so, yeah. If I could say any era, I would like to go back to our our child is named after an 80s 80s movie character. Yeah. <laughs> I would go back to the 80s. Like, that's where I was supposed to be. Yeah. I was supposed to be 16 in 1987. And I love any... All the things I love are, were born in the 80s. Oh, that's Like, amazing. my like code and yeah. video games and all that stuff was, like, where it was, like, in Inception. So, I would love to go back to I would thrive in the 80s. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, who's your favorite character on Stranger Things? Oof. I already know. Hopper is my favorite. Everybody love Hopper. Absolutely. Uh, my Hubbard. least favorite, <laughs> Mr. Will Byers. Step up to the plate, please. <laughs> it's, his hair, it's his haircut that he don't like. It's the haircut. <laughs> the haircut. Will did get a little boring, and I was he like, ah, stop messing with my boy. Useless. Um, 
I'm just not into his character anymore. He doesn't necessarily seem like a, to serve a purpose to me, but I mean, we'll see. Yeah, maybe they'll give him I a little bit more I hope they give him a little more shush. Because yeah. he's lost all that since like the second Nicky season. I yeah. Like. But uh, who's your favorites? I love Dustin. Okay. okay. Dustin will come in in the clutch, okay? Yeah. With or without clutch. the teeth. <laughs> okay? He got that condition. Um, I love Lucas because I'm like anybody black in a show that's not got a lot of black people in it. I love Lucas. Oh, yeah, where, where as long as we get a little bit of representation and he's getting that Stranger Things money, that's pretty good. Yeah, good he even him. said uh, interviewing uh, his real name, Caleb, yeah. he said he would get a lot of racist comments about really? being on the show. I never would have thought that. That's wild. Yeah, y'all don't want the chocolate? Well, y'all got it. Y'all can How fuck about that? off. And I love Erica because you can't spell America without Erica. Oh, How about Lord. that? <laughs> <sighs> I hate you so much, bro. <laughs> All right, what is your last last show? Alrighty, um, I'm gonna say my last show is a older show as well. It could still be going. I I honestly haven't watched it in a very long time. I had I ended up stopping just because you know I got really busy and life happens, but. If it's going to be a show that I will recommend, or if I get the chance to watch it, I would sit down to absolutely watch it because it's that good to me. Uh, Doctor Who, and we're talking the old, the newer Doctor Who because this okay. is, there was one that was like back in like the seventies or something. Yeah, they hadn't gone for a while, and it had been going for a while at that point in time too. But uh, the newer Doctor Who even loops those in into it itself oh, to okay. make it canon. Paying homage. Um, and it paid, yeah, it pays homage. And um, yeah, Doctor Who uh, is the best, and Matt Smith is the best doctor. I'm gonna say <laughs> that directly into the mic, please. Um, yeah, Matt Smith, man's from House of Dragon, Damon. Uh, yeah, he is amazing as the doctor. And I, I, I give everybody their credit, whoever, like, you know, becomes a doctor because, like, Doctor Who eventually changes, right, like, physical form. But Matt Smith just—he just nails it, dude. So what happens it. if you can give us a little bit of a um, Doctor Who kind of his—he's a time lord. He's of the species known as like the time lords. They literally keep like the timeline in balance. Okay, kind of situation like uh, space time, if you will. So he can travel through space, and he can travel through time. And he goes back and forth to fix things, as a doctor does. Can I say something real quick? Then why did they fix Flash when he fucked up the time? Nope, that's not the same universe. Okay. Why you have no idea what you're talking about? You stay in your corner. I'm just and color. Nope. All right. Uh, so he, um, first season. It's this. Uh, I believe his name is Christopher Eccleston. I want to say that, and he was also awesome too as the doctor, but. He uh, finds a companion in Rose, saves her life, and asks her on this adventure to go through, you know, time and, you know, fix things. And uh, Because the Doctor is by himself. He and or his entire species was eradicated by the Dalek. And he's the only surviving member of it. And his, he uh, is on the mission to un- honestly keep the timeline intact from the Dalek and other okay. enemies who, you know, threaten it, of course. Um, and, yeah, like I said, him and his companion just go on these 
wild, crazy, universe-bending, mind-bending, uh, like just all types of different levels. I mean, it goes from angels to demons and ghosts and aliens and I've monsters. I've seen a little bit of it. Just all types of stuff. And it's got campiness to it and real, it's got funny humor and it's not, it's not, it's got creepy moments because of uh, episode Don't Blink is the only episode you need to recommend to anybody if you want them to watch Doctor Who. Don't Blink is the episode. Um, one of the creepiest episodes you'll ever watch in your life, but that's the one that got me hooked. So, mm. like, um, yeah, it's just craziness all around. There's no, like, real tools or weapons and things. He has, like, a sonic screwdriver that he can use to do anything. Um, and the TARDIS, which uh, is a blue phone box that when you step into it, is an absolute complete spaceship on the inside. Like, you have no idea how that works, but it's been space and time around itself to move through. Um, yeah, one of the greatest shows of all time. I love it. Matt Smith is great. Um, it just, yeah, Doctor Who. It just, it fills my heart with joy. I get all okay. warm and fuzzy. <laughs> like, Doctor Who's awesome. Every bit of, every show I've said so far has made me warm and fuzzy, honestly. And I your think. choices, too. We've got some good, good, some, good, some good things on our list. Absolutely, absolutely. You have any last thoughts before we um, depart? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, go watch Doctor Who. Go watch. <laughs> don't blink, please, and then tell me how awesome and how right I was, because I am. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you do, you know, take our listen. If you haven't watched some of the shows, definitely watch them. Go check out From, please. Yeah, that's a really good Dear one. God, check out From. <laughs> um, remember, we drop our episodes every Friday. You'll probably mm-hmm. catch it at midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, all major streaming platforms. Yes, sir. The numbers is going up. I want to thank you guys again yeah, thanks, guys. for your support. Like, we do appreciate Taking it. the time out to listen to us for... 45 minutes to an hour like i appreciate you guys it's fun (laughs) all right you guys well thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week Yay. yay